back, everyone, to our last half hour here on Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Mosier, your host, coming at you from Fargo, right near St. Mary's Cathedral. I'd like to thank Kathy Bjorklund and Rebecca Smith from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. They were with us the last half hour. I learned a lot. I learned what a Vincentian is, and there are several parishes in the area, Holy Spirit Catholic Church, uh, St. Anthony's, and those two in Fargo, and then St. Joe's in Moorhead that have conferences. So if you're interested, you can call those parishes at least and see how you can get involved. Thanks again to Kathy and Rebecca and the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Well, this half hour, we are privileged to have Deacon Mark Creechy with us from the Diocese of Crookston Marriage and Family Office and... Uh, missionary discipleship. You know, Deacon, I don't even know your official title, so why don't you give our listeners your official title? <laughs> well, uh, happy to do so, and great to be on with you, Tim. In part because my title's changed a little bit over the years. It's hard to keep up, but ah. officially it's the direct, director of the um, Office of Formation in Discipleship. Okay. And, and then I also do the diaconate program as well. But then under the discipleship, one of the, the things I work on is marriage and family life. Wonderful. That, that's great to hear. Well, wonderful. So in your spare time, um, between 2 and 3 a.m., you actually get a little sleep then occasionally? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I, sleep, I sleep fine every night. Yeah. Good. Well, that, that, that comes with a, pe- a piece of knowing that you're uh, you know, in good relationship with God, right? That, that's, what, that's the start of it all, right? Prayer and peace. Amen. All right, that's Amen. great. That's great. Well, of course, uh, Deacon, you you're, want to talk a little bit about, uh, especially the sacrament of marriage, obviously, with, with your office there. And you've got some some ideas and some insights into basically applying a lot of things we do with maybe some of the other sacraments and, and applying that to marriage. So talk to us about teaching the sacrament of marriage. Well, one of the things we started talking about in the diocese um, after Excuse me, and I'm dealing with a smoke allergy. I hear you. So, um, yeah, I apologize. But, um, you know, with, with the Morris Letizia, and then now with this new document that came from the USCCB about marriage formation, they talk about the need for more focused, remote preparation for marriage. I mean, many parishes uh, do a great job of, of when the engaged couple comes in and they have a sponsor couple and they meet with the, with the priest and... Um, you know, and that's a wonderful experience for them. But the idea of what do we do to teach our youth, for instance, mm-hmm. about marriage? And, um, and of course, many parishes have theology of the body that's taught. They teach the sacraments as part of confirmation, perhaps, if they, have, if they do confirmation later in, you know, as the children are older. But think about this. Many of our parishes have um, a process where the parents are brought in as the main catechist mm-hmm. for First Eucharist and First Reconciliation. Well, what would it mean to do something like that for marriage? Now, you know, obviously you'd want to wait until your son or daughter is in high school, but um, we've been kicking around ideas about how could we help parents present the sacrament of marriage teach the sacrament of marriage to their high school son or daughter. Mm. That, that makes sense. I, I, I like that. And yes, we've had a lot of, shall we say, the discipleship models, and, and there's good results that I've seen and heard about w- with those relationships that are established. And of course, parents are the first educators of their children, right? So that's, that's something that, that's important. So talk a little bit about more about what that would uh, exactly look like with parents teaching their children about the sacrament. 
Well, and I appreciate what you said there about the parents being the first catechists. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it, think about this. If, if you have a high school son or a high school daughter and you're not teaching them about marriage, mm-hmm. um, well, the society is. The right. society is teaching them all sorts of things about marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, with, with <coughs> again, my apologies, with, with parents, the way we live our marital lives, in front of our children is so important and probably mm-hmm. the most important way we teach our children about marriage. But how do we help our children understand the sacramental nature of marriage, the authentic love that is to be developed in marriage, that marriage is this time when we you know, fully, freely, faithfully, and fruitfully give ourselves to each other, that marriage is meant to be a gift of love that reflects the love of God, not only to each other and to the children, but to all society, and and draws people into a loving relationship with society. Uh, My wife and I have taught Theology of the Body for a lot of years now, and we we teach to both parents and youth. And and what we hear from the parents, you know, well, I didn't really know this stuff. Mm -hmm. I was never taught this stuff. So I think it's... um, um, very timely that the USCCB in this document that they just um, um, worked on this past summer, but then going back to Morris Letizia with Pope Francis, and really you can find the roots of it in the work of St. John Paul II. The, the need to be very forward with an, a catechesis with our youth about marriage, and who better to do that than parents? And then, of course, you know, a lot of parents will say, I don't think I know it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't know how to teach it, and so how would that happen? Um, how could that you know go about? And I think as a church, we're called to start to develop materials to help parents do that. That's so true. We're talking about with Deacon Mark Creechie about teaching the sacrament of marriage, and a couple things I really appreciate about what you're saying. You, you talk about that that personal witness, and, and, and it is probably the most important and a great start. I remember, for instance, when I was growing up, so I have six brothers and sisters, a pretty big family. And uh, one of the things that really astounded me was when I learned from other kids, probably junior high school, that their families had problems. Like, oh, yeah, my dad was yelling at my mom. I'm, I look, I went, what? Your dad yells at your mom? I'm thinking inside, what? I never heard my parents raise their voice at each other once in my life. And so I'm just going, wow, that was very eye-opening to me. So but anyway, long story short, looking back, I realize what a great witness there. And obviously it took sacrifice, it took you know, self-control, it took love, the grace of the sacrament, right? It took all those things for my parents to have that wonderful witness of marriage that they did. And that was a great start. But like you said, yes. Did they sit down and talk to me much about marriage or not? Not really. And with that witness, having that instruction, that focused instruction, as you're mentioning, that would have been an even you know better help as well. Well, and with um, our youth being, quote, educated, mm-hmm. I use that term loosely, yeah. right? Right. Educated by the internet, by the TikTok and, and social media culture, um, about what marriage is. Or, or what adult committed relationships are yeah, supposed to look like. Exactly. You know, that you know, this idea of a sacramental union 
is getting so foreign to society. Now, I know some parents might think, well, won't my, won't my son or daughter get this when they go to the parish, when they're going to, um, uh, when they're engaged, you know, and they mm-hmm. want to start talking about getting ready for marriage. Two things to keep in mind about that. Um, that, that point to why you don't, shall I say, don't dare to wait that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, of, of all people in their 20s who were baptized Catholic, 50% of them no longer consider themselves Catholic. Mm-hmm. And, and that means they're not coming to the church to get married. And so we've got that challenge. So, you know, <coughs> excuse me, as, as you look at your children in high school now, uh, how can you be an advocate for the church, a sponsor for the church, um, to get ahead of this curve? You know, because if you wait until the child is going to come forward when they're married, uh, well, they may not come. And so that's one reality. The other thing is that your child, when they're engaged one day, you know, and they're in their 20s, they're in their 30s, they're engaged, and they come to father, and they um, um, want to get married, and they start going through instruction. Well, they've formed a lot of ideas about what marriage is and about what their relationship should be. And um, wouldn't it be better to give them that full Catholic understanding of the sacrament of holy matrimony before they find that person they get engaged to and before they approach the church? That's so true. And it's such a great thing. And I want to go back to a point you made, Deacon, and make sure our listeners get this. I mean, again, you and I are, you know, the same generation, about the same age. When we grew up, we got basically the same message from home from church mm-hmm. and and yep. from school and really from society, you know, because let's face it, the, the, my, my family controlled the message. Watch what friends you go. If they didn't like the friends, you didn't spend time with those friends, right? If, if it wasn't a good situation to mm-hmm. go out to this, you didn't do that. Well, now, as you mentioned, with the internet, TikTok, Facebook, you know, what, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I mean, they it is coming into your home. And if you're not vigilant, I mean, it's going right past you. And as you've said, they're going to be learning something. The question is, are they learning from mm-hmm. you and learning the truth, or are they learning from these other things? And so it's so, I, I guess the word I need, I'm thinking about this, I have a four-year-old deacon, right? I'm going, I've got to be really vigilant and focused and intentional about how I do this. Yeah, we were both raised in a time of uh, what's co- commonly called cultural Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that you're born into a Catholic family and you stayed Catholic. And, and you, like you said, too, the culture... Um, was aligned with many of much of that, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we can't expect that for our children. So we really have to um, prepare them in a different way than the way we were prepared. Um, you know, you know, growing up. And that's why I think it's so important that you're, you know, you're thinking about it, putting together some resources, doing some training, because as you said before, like with theology of the body, parents they can say, "Wow." It makes sense, but I don't know this stuff. I didn't learn this stuff that way, you know. And and, and in some sense, we knew now we're going. To, we did, I shouldn't say we didn't. Wouldn't have to. It would have helped, but it wasn't as important, shall we say, because we accepted a lot of these truths and kind of, kind of got it because the the culture wasn't so against what the church teaches. But now, so much important, more important now than ever, that those resources and things are available you know, to, to our parents and that you're doing this. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll continue with Deacon Mark Creechie on his thoughts of marriage and how to teach it to your children and 
Yes, he's going to talk about some ways that your kids are really going to like too. So you're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu nursing. That's umary.edu nursing. I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. As a DRE, I am grateful for the many faith-based learning opportunities provided to us on Real Presence Radio. I find something of value in all the programs, and I encourage anyone involved in their parish's religious education program to listen to Real Presence Radio. Your time will never be wasted, and the valuable information you will receive that you in turn then will pass on to the children you catechize will be blessed and of great merit. I have been Catholic all my life. I love the Church. Real Presence Radio has given me courage and confidence to share my faith. It's a great tool for education and evangelization. There is so much to learn about this wonderful Church. We need the prayers of the angels and saints to assist us in doing God's will. I want to financially support Real Presence Radio so it can continue to fulfill its mission. If Real Presence Radio was not on the air, it would be like losing a trusted friend. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here on today's Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the Fargo studio, talking with a good friend of mine, Deacon Dr. Mark Creechy, who from the Diocese of Crookston, and about marriage, about how we can teach our children marriage. It makes some great points, you know. I mean, if all we do is just hope our marriage prep is going to do it, they have already have ideas that are formed by the culture, and that's not the same as when... Uh, I grew up, I'm almost 60, and it's important that we get to them right away. And so, Deacon, welcome back. Um, resources. People are probably saying, okay, this sounds great. Uh, give me some resources. What can I do to learn and to teach these things to my children? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start with the story. A few years sure. ago, um, I was, you know, I do marriage therapy, or I did marriage therapy some years ago, for um, and... And a couple came in because they wanted help talking to their uh, college-age student or, or, or child about premarital sex. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we don't know how to talk about it other than to say it's wrong. The Church teaches it's wrong. But he just says, oh, it's old-fashioned thinking. Can, you know, what should we say? 
And so, you know, I, we worked through some things, and, and, and they didn't know much about the teaching of the church, and, and so I just came up with this little document, uh, you know, very brief, but just like, here are the major points to make about what authentic love is and why the church teaches that sexual union is reserved for the sacramental marriage. Oh, thank you so much. We wouldn't have known how to talk about it. Well, then, uh, fast forward, I write a series of columns for our um, our Northland Diocese, the Diocese newspaper for the Diocese of Crookston. And I had a series um, in the columns over about a 12-month period of time on how to um, talk with your children about marriage, in- including one of the topics was how do you how do you explain to your child the church's teaching on sexual union being reserved for marriage and why that is? Well, so I had him in the OND, and then a priest got hold of me and said, "Could you put them together, and um, so I can use it with my uh, high school RE program and uh, send it home with the kids and, and have the parents and kids work through these columns." So we're in the process of putting up on the Diocese of Crookston webpage, um, kind of a series of conversations, mm-hmm. 10 conversations you could have with your son or daughter about um, the sacrament of marriage. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and so, you know, that's one resource, anyway, that the diocese is making available free of charge um, that you would be able to to use. There also, though, I, I do want to... Also highlight, though, the work of Jason Evert and the Chastity Project and and the Chastity Project website where he has just a number of wonderful resources that um, a, a, a married couple, a, a single parent, um, a parent could access anyway to use with their son or daughter. And so um, that would be another, um, you know, great place to go to. There, there's um, one book that he has, a little booklet, called Pure Love. Mm. And in it, it's got, like, every question your child might have about uh, not just marriage, but also the Church's teaching on sexuality and same-sex marriage and the challenges of pornography, and, and, and a real nice way that parents could access to help their you know address questions their son or daughter might have. Yeah, that, that, that's so. You know, the Chastity Project, that, like you said, great resources. Of course, he and his wife Kristalina have have an awesome story themselves. You know about that. So, but go ahead, Deacon. Yeah. Any, I, I'm assuming, of course, uh, any anything on the the internet, any good thing on the internet they can look at, maybe and, and get a little insight or humor with. Well, and there are some um, very cute uh, YouTube videos on Catholic marriages that are out there. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me also say, though, um, you know, for parents who say, yeah, I just don't know much about the actual teaching of the Church, let me suggest you go to the Catechism. Mm -hmm. And in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, you go to the back, and there's this, you know, index. And and it has marriage in there. And you go to that, and, and, you know, and yeah, that's maybe not the kind of place you usually think to go. But I, I think if more parents would just begin to work through the catechism so that they could learn more about the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's something that um, 
Um, you can take little bits at a time, but learn a lot. That would be very important for you to have as you prepare your son or daughter for you know these these conversations. You know, let me also say too, though, that um, your your children, you know, they may not want to have this conversation with you, and uh, and and so it is going to be something where you've got to be able to tell them, no, this is important. This is an important conversation to have. You know, my wife and I both wish we would have done this in a more focused way with our children. Um, you know, but then the other thing that I'd mentioned, too, is that some people listening today might think, well, you know, I'm divorced and, and I'm raising my children, um, but who am I to tell my children about marriage? Because, you know, my marriage, for whatever reasons, um, you know, didn't last. Well... I think you might also have, you will have insights or wisdom that you can share with your son or with your daughter. And um, and also, for that matter, if you haven't had an annulment uh, of the marriage, um, it would be a good way for you to maybe re-engage in the teaching of the Church on that as well. Yeah, so true, so important. Uh, absolutely. And of course, what better way, the personal witness, you know, I mean, two things that really come to mind, Deacon, to the catechism first, many people probably don't realize that it is a great summary of both sacred scripture and church teaching. You know, I mean, who who has time, you know, yeah. even you and I don't have time to go in depth in every church document. But if you look at the footnotes, I mean, there's scriptural references and whether it's writings of the popes, the saints, church documents all the time. So it's a great way to get the summary of the teaching. So right on, tell them going to the catechism. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is so true. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say next. So we have about a minute and a half, Deacon. What, what else would you like our, our listeners to know as we wrap up? Well, I, I, again, I'll say you can check out the Diocese of Crookston webpage um, in early September for this uh, series of conversations you could have, or you know, with your with your high school age daughter or son. Um, if you really don't want to wait that long, send me an email, and I can send you the PDF mm-hmm. of the of what will end up on the webpage. Um, you know, in the meantime, you can find my address on the Diocese of Crookston webpage. Appreciate that. No, it's so important. I real I remember what I was going to say. Even if someone's divorced, you know, the whole idea of you can open up to frank conversations. So, you know, I'm not perfect, and and I know some people they might want to learn from mistakes. What have you learned? You know, and 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 that's so important. We we can do that. Have that humility, right, to say, you know. I maybe did some things wrong, and I wish we would have done things differently. That can have a powerful impact and a powerful witness, especially on your children and grandchildren. Well, during my years as a marriage therapist, you know, I did work with a number of people who had gone through divorce. And when we looked at the situation, you can see the roots of the divorce were found in the dating relationship. Mm-hmm. You know. I, and, and and so the marriage, you know, wasn't built on a uh, on a foundation um, that um, was true and reflected authentic love. Absolutely. And and so um, I, I think a lot of parents um, who are, have gone through a divorce can really help their son or daughter, you know, learn how to enter relationships in in a healthier way. Absolutely. Some work on the front end can really help the rest of it. Absolutely. Well, Deacon, our time always goes fast. I appreciate it. Could you give us a blessing before we go, please? 
Sure. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless all of you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Great. Thank you so much. Deacon Mark Creature, we appreciate it. Thanks for you and your work. God bless you. Hope everything goes well. And I hope you get over those allergies with this smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. It's knocking me hard. All right. Thanks. Thanks for your work, Deacon. Appreciate it. All right, that's Deacon Mark Creechie, the Diocese of Crookston. And now my good friend Eli, looking through the window at him, has a little preview of upcoming events and shows. Hey, thanks, Tim. Great show today. Got another good one coming up for you tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Monsignor Patrick Schumacher, coming to you from Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. We'll start off the show with Sarah Hart. She'll tell us about how it's time for Corpus Christi's Fall Parish Mission. Then, I believe in the Holy Spirit. Steve Ray will tell us more. Plus, Beverly Everett from the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra will tell us what is a Requiem Mass. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be Thursday, tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Wow, sounds like a good, good show coming up. Hey, I heard something about Symphony Orchestra, too. Isn't that awesome? Are you still playing, by the way? Occasionally, here and there. <laughs> okay, awesome. Because you, you played with FM Symphony for a while, right, didn't you? With the Youth Symphony. Yep. Youth Symphony, yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Good for you, good for you. Well, hey, thanks again for producing. I appreciate it. I'd like to thank all our guests in Real Presence Radio for everything that they do. So until next time, I'm reminding you to please practice your faith every day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.